Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hosts. Shana Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Good Tuesday evening to everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, on this dynamic Tuesday night. Thank you for joining us. I am honored and thrilled that you have decided to spend the next 30 minutes with us, and I can assure you, you will not be disappointed. You know, this national radio talk show caters to everyone out there, all communities. Let's Talk America brings an array of topics and exclusive celebrity guests to your table, wherever you are. If you're at work, if you are in the car going to get the kids from soccer practice, or if you are at home relaxing, listening to my voice, we certainly bring relevant content into your world. We aim to deliver refreshing and very original radio programming that will hopefully influence your life in a very game-changing manner. We do spotlight the important issues, the critical issues that are out there. This award-winning national radio talk show confronts the real issues of today in our culture. Our featured conversations are relevant to everyone again. Do stay connected with the show and please share us with everyone you happen to know. This is your show without question. I do value your commitment to staying connected with this family radio talk show. Talk radio with substance. Talk radio with substance. Real talk for real people. Real talk for real people. Right now, please lend me your ear as you listen in to hear from just a few of our dedicated and dynamic national listeners. Looking for delicious desserts made fresh from scratch? Phoenix Baking has a variety of desserts just for you and your special event. If you are in the Atlanta area, contact the staff by email at spthorn05 at gmail.com to place your order. Again, that email is sptorn05 at gmail.com. In the meanwhile, the dedicated staff of Phoenix Baking is always listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Join us as we tune in for Exceptional Talk Radio. Thank you. This is Lady Voxel Belcher, and I am supporting my new single entitled All Right, and you can get it at all social media outlets, uh, CD Baby, iTunes, uh, and the name of the single again is All Right, and you may contact me on Facebook, Voxel Belcher, on my fan page, Lady Voxel Belcher, all social media outlets, Lady Voxel Belcher. You can also contact me on my website at ladyvonsillbelcher.com. And today I am just so elated to be on this broadcast and on this platform that has been uh, there made convenient for me. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with Sheena Thornton. Hi, my name is Keisha Vaughn, the owner of Glamour Tree. 
and healing handmade custom made lotion www.glamortreatv.com and I am listening to Let's Talk America today. Thank you everyone for tuning in with us each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We are grateful to have you on board with us. Now, do you want to get on the air to say hello? Do you have pertinent community news to share with a national listening audience? Simply email the radio show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. Letstalkshana at gmail.com. One email takes care of everything. One stop shop. We would love to hear from you. Speaking of communicating with you, are you out there on Twitter? If you are, our handle on Twitter is SS Thornton. SS Thornton. If you are on Instagram, if you just love sharing your photographs like many of us do, search for the radio show by searching Let's Talk America Radio Show. Lastly, if you are on the very famous Facebook, simply search Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. And, of course, logic and reason tells you if none of that works, if you're having problems or technical difficulties, just put the show's name in any of your favorite search engines, and we are bound to pop up. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Well, let's move forward because tonight we have a hot, relevant national, and international topic to discuss. You know, in the last 50 years, both men and women have changed a lot. And, of course, women have been educated at a massive level. And, of course, women's priorities have often changed with the education and exposure to different cultural aspects. And we all know that a lot of women do not opt to have children in their early years, rather their early 20s, mid-20s, often even in the late 20s. Women are delaying family, childbearing, uh, the marriage, everything, or foregoing it for different reasons. Perhaps it's a career. Perhaps they haven't found the right one yet. Whatever it is, it's obvious that women are having children at a later point. The national, international statistics do support the fact. Well, tonight... I have someone with us who will break it all down. She is a very popular, best-selling author. Her name is Sarah Elizabeth Richards. Sarah Elizabeth Richards is with us, and she has written a phenomenal book titled Motherhood Rescheduled, The New Frontier of Egg Freezing and the Women Who Tried It. She talks about four women in the book, and one of those women, of course, is herself. So I'm so excited. We're going to talk about some cultural things, some social aspects, and also the medical component of freezing your eggs, delaying motherhood, what all of this means. If you're a gentleman and you're listening in, please do not turn us off. This is relevant to you. You have a sister, aunt, a wife, a potential wife, a girlfriend, and trust me, this issue is on their mind, so do stay with us. Now, of course, we only have 30 minutes long, so we have to keep pushing ahead. Right now, we will go over our words of inspiration for tonight's show. Someone very wise once said, I take nothing for granted. I now have only good days or great days. I take nothing for granted. I now only have good days or great days. Well, our featured guest tonight has had great days and so great that she's chosen to write about it in a very new and innovative, critically acclaimed book that is celebrated by many in the industry. Again, the book by Sarah Elizabeth 
Richards is titled Motherhood Rescheduled, The New Frontier of Egg Freezing and the Women Who Tried It. Before I bring Sarah in live to chat with me, I want to share some pertinent information about her. Sarah Elizabeth Richards specializes in covering health and medicine, social issues, and business trends, and has written for two dozen print digital outlets such as the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Time, Newsweek, Maria Claire, Financial Times, and Slate. She writes a twice-monthly relationship advice column for the online dating site eHarmony. Sarah also works as a consultant for health communications and public relations clients and writes media pitches, employee memos, executive speeches, crisis communications, annual reports, newsletters, and website copies. This woman is busy. And tonight we have her with us, and we're so excited. Again, we're talking about egg freezing, delaying motherhood, all of that that comes with it. So ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Let's Talk America, really from around the world in every nation, please help me welcome the one and only journalist, Sarah Richards. Good evening, Sarah Richards. How are you tonight? Good. Thanks for having me on your show, Shana. Oh, it is such an honor and a pleasure. Uh, This new book of yours is creating a lot of sound out there, critically acclaimed. So I'm excited to speak with you about it and dig deeper into it. Now, the book is titled Motherhood, Rescheduled, The New Frontier of Egg Freezing and the Women." Who tried it, Sarah? It addresses a national growing concern for countless women. The notion of infertility is very real. Tell our national listeners what motivated you to write the text. Well, it's something me and a lot of my friends thought about all the time. You know, we're in our mid-30s, and we want kids, and it's, you know, something that at least I wanted my entire life, and all of a sudden you become a lot more aware of your biological clock, and you know, you feel, I guess you feel the sense of grief that something that you always wanted you may not be able to have if, you know, all these things in your life don't line up a certain way. So the idea that you could actually stop the clock and, you know, sort of like give yourself another chance, you know, to find the right guy, you know, if you're in a relationship to see where it goes, it was such an incredible idea. We couldn't stop talking about it. It was like, well, what would you have said differently if, you know, you that didn't have that pressure or anxiety or, you know, do you think you have that anxiety and it shows up on dates or, you know, do you think our girlfriend would have married that guy if she wasn't so set on having a baby? So, you know, it was just an incredible idea to take away that anxiety. Wow. Well, it's an anxiety that a lot of women do have. Now, obviously, a lot of women are anxious, uh, somewhat probably fearful of the clock ticking, because like you said, I would imagine that at least a lot of uh, young girls at some point uh, imagine the family, you know, the two kids, the car, the husband, and of course, they want a family, yet things sometimes just don't fall into place, like you said. Maybe the right guy's not come along. Maybe they're not where they want to be financially. That's also a very realistic component for a lot of individuals. Absolutely. Or in my, you know, I was in a situation where I was dating someone who didn't end up wanting kids. Or a lot of women in my book, they got divorced or they went through a breakup. And all of a sudden, they're 38. They're like, wait, how did this happen? Wow. You know, why should I have to lose this chance to have a family just because, you know, these things in my life happened? Yes. You know, and you're right. I guess anything can happen. Everyone plans for the relationship to work out. And maybe you find things out about the people, Sarah. 
But, you know, the emotions can run high, like you said, if it's the anxiety or it's the fear or, you know, maybe mom or dad are telling them, when am I going to have grandkids? You know, how do the characters uh, in your book handle the fear and the anxiety? Well, they freak their eggs. <laughs> I mean, that motivated them. Um, the fear and the anxiety motivated them to freeze. But what happened, I think, after they froze their eggs and they felt like they had, you know, given themselves another chance, you know, if, you know, they didn't have a child, you know, during their regular, while their regular fertility was still available, yeah. um, I think they just felt this overwhelming feeling of relaxing or just this the anxiety evaporated, and they felt just calmer. They felt more focused. They felt more in charge of their lives. I think they felt like they had taken care of themselves. So the impact is just overwhelmingly positive. And the whole thing about it is, you know, we don't know if these eggs are ever going to work. Okay. The psychological benefit they got was just, it was surprising. Wow. So it's always a mystery of you don't even know. It's still the what if, right? Because I, you're right. I think right. the notion of I can freeze my eggs, you know, I can, so I can still have this extended booming career. I don't have to be in a rush to find Mr. Right who may turn out to be Mr. Wrong. But you're saying, you know, there's always the, the part of what if it doesn't work out even with the eggs. Right. Mm. It's the most wonderful thing, you know, that happens to women in my book is that for those when, where they didn't work out, they still found other ways to be moms. Oh. They, I think, were open, some of them were open using, like, donor eggs. Okay. Um, so it's like they took this chance, they got these benefits, they sort of, you know, took, wrestled, took charge of their fertility and took control of their lives. But at the same time, you know, they were really open to the fact that, you know, they may have to consider other options. I, I just, see. I found that really inspiring that, hey, didn't work, I'm disappointed, um, but, you know, here it helped me get the husband I want. It helped me get the, all these other good things in my life. And, you know, okay, I'll have to consider other options. But the really great part of the message, too, is that there are really good options out there. You know, there's we can see our own eggs to use later, but also we can use frozen donor eggs donated by other women. So the freezing technology has actually made a lot of things available to us. Mm. Sarah Richards is with us uh, tonight on Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, and she's talking about her new book, the book that is getting all the rave titled Motherhood, Rescheduled, The New Frontier of Egg Freezing and the Women Who Tried It. She is an award-winning journalist uh, based out of New York. She's with us. Now, I just have a, a quick question for you. Did any of the women, Sarah, consider adoption? Yeah, they did. They were open to that. Okay. Um. You know, I think in their case, you know, after their eggs failed and some of them tried IVF with their regular eggs, you know, that was sort of the next step with doctors. I think women, at least in my book and a lot of women I've spoken to, I think would absolutely be open to adoption. You know, sometimes it's not easy to do, sometimes it's really expensive, sometimes they're each cut off. So, I mean, I'm all for adoption, but sometimes doing it is not as easy as Hmm. Yes, different components to different yeah. options out there. Now, in your book, one, if not multiple, or several of your nonfiction characters uh, have a mate or a boyfriend or a partner of some sort. What are the dynamics of the relationship, and how does it ultimately affect the character emotionally? In other words, Sarah, does a boyfriend become uncomfortable with the idea of egg freezing? Because I'm just thinking as a person who lives in America, it's 2014, and we've come a long way. Obviously, women are educated, women are empowered, uh, but, you know, relationships have changed a lot, but... 
I'm thinking there would probably be some men out there that I know of that when she starts speaking of freezing her eggs and they're just dating, he may get a bit anxious himself. Yeah, there are I mean, a lot of different responses men can have. Um, what I found, the overwhelming response is that men like it because it takes the pressure off the women. Okay. Because then it's not, then we have to rush, we have to get married, let's do this. I guess you're saying the guy's like, she's okay, she can chill out, and we can just really date, right? Yeah, but what if, how awesome for a guy to date a 42-year-old and still have the option of having kids that know that oh, sure, he can get to know her over a year and she's not going to be, you know, sitting there with her timer. <laughs> about the science of the procedure. Now, I know you are a highly respected health and science journalist, so yay, we're happy to have you on with this segment. Uh, briefly, at, in simple terms, because we have national listeners who are out there trying to figure out what all this means, explain the process of freezing eggs today. And is it the same way of freezing eggs from, hey, 15, 20 years ago that we hear about, or a lot has changed? No, actually, it really only became available about 10 years ago. Okay. And only in the last couple of years has the technology improved where it's really good. Okay. So, you know, a lot of doctors say that, you know, if you freeze your eggs early enough, um, you'll still have the same chances as you would with your fresh eggs using IVF. So when you freeze your eggs, basically the first half of IVF, um, you take hormone drugs that stimulate your ovaries to produce eggs. A doctor, a surgeon extracts them from your ovaries and they freeze them. Okay, now tell me this, though. How safe is the medical procedure? Because, you know, we hear conflicting information about a lot that has to do with infertility. We do. And so they're saying, you know, and you know this, you're a health journalist, so you know better than I do, uh, that there's been some controversy about the hormones or putting the hormones in women, and there's been linked to different things that possibly could come up with when you consider a woman's genetic disposition. How true is this, and how concerned are you about it as a health journalist? Um, yeah, well, I mean, because it's the same thing with IVF, um, you know, the hormones that they use are pretty safe now. You know, they've been extensively studied. Um, you know, the main risk, I think, are overstimulating your ovaries. Okay. And so doctors, you know, they monitor you really, really carefully. So they're having to be extra careful. And then obviously the risk if you're going under anesthesia when they take the eggs out. Okay. But, you know, and then, you know, there's still some things they don't know whether, you know, hormones are going to be linked to cancer later yeah. on. But, you know, I think the bigger concern is women who are going through, you know, 10 rounds of IVF. Okay. Like most women are going to do one or two. Okay. 
And I'm sure you would agree as a health and science journalist, Sarah, that it's important to do your research and find out as much information. And truly, don't be afraid to say shop around for different doctors, right? Because yeah, I think it's a really good point, especially with egg freezing, because with egg freezing, you have a lot of doctors who are happy to freeze your eggs, but they have no experience buying people's eggs and making babies from them. So okay. you have to find someone who's actually done both. Okay. So shop around if you will. Okay, see, and, and, and I hate to use the word shop around, but do your research, and if you're speaking with that doctor, and this obviously goes for any sort of doctor, if you're not comfortable with the information they're giving you, then it would be okay to move forward with someone else. I know you would agree, right? Absolutely. Hmm. You know, so your book has received countless rave reviews from everybody. Just simply put in the name or put in your name, Sarah Elizabeth Richards. It's been a hit. What do you hope people gain from this book? Because, Sarah, it's not your ordinary book. You know, it's a book that's a little different. It's fascinating. It's informative. But as the author, you're a journalist. You're an educated woman yourself. What do you want people to gain from this book? I want women to realize that they have choices. And I the biggest thing that would make me happy is if women stopped feeling bad about, you know, their anxiety, their fear, and just stop feeling bad about being in a certain place in their life. Okay, so what? You're a certain age, you know, you haven't done these things yet. Take advantage of science if you can. Or if not, realize that you have other options later. Right. I just think there's so much angst and feeling bad that women do that we really don't have to. I mean, imagine what you could do with your life if you stopped feeling bad about yourself. So <laughs> that's the message I hope women would get. You know, imagine that. They would live if they took all the anxiety out. And that's very profound, Sarah, that you just... It's a marathon. Yeah. Change the world. (laughs) That is so true. I have to ask you this. This is a bit personal, but how has this book changed your life? Um, I think it made me really... It made me feel good about connecting with other women and just kind of seeing things that they're dealing with. And, I mean, it felt really good to write it. Wow, nice. And I'm correct in saying you wrote about four women, and one of the women you're depicting is yourself. Is that true or no? Yeah, I wrote about my own experience. Wow, now that's got to be a unique experience to write about as a journalist. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You put it all out there, but... Well, you know, Sarah, this book is so much more than the four stories of four women. It tells a larger story about medical revolution and today's culture. So many women want to have it all. Now, we have uh, many, many male listeners on this national show each week. Why would a man be interested in reading your book? Because as a journalist, you know, obviously you're talking about four women, and I think we think, well, mostly women are going to be interested in fertility or infertility possibilities. But I'm sure as a journalist you want a a man to pick up your book, right? So why would a man be interested in reading this? (laughs) (laughs) Because he wants to understand the concerns of women, of course. Um, You know, I also think, you know, men have this, you know, stereotype of these women being clock-tickers or over-anxious or trying to, you know, scoot them along and, you know, looking for a birth to have babies. And I just think it would help them realize, you know, that women aren't necessarily doing that. But also, with, you know, how they could help them, you know, have a different perspective. Mm. I think that they could get rid of that stereotype a little bit. You know, knowledge is key. Sarah, knowledge is key. Sarah Elizabeth Richards, award-winning journalist, is with us discussing her new book about freezing eggs, delaying motherhood. What a hot topic. Sarah, any lasting words of advice 
for women out there battling with the concept of aging, infertility, and timing of life? Yeah, I just think a lot of women feel ashamed if they haven't had a baby by a certain age. I think they have a lot of fear. And um, I think a lot of women don't want to tell their parents that they're going to freeze their eggs. So they feel like it's almost like a disappointment to have to do it. But so a lot of women don't. They wait a few years. Don't wait. If you're thinking that you want maybe a second kid and you're not going to have a second kid in time, you know, don't hesitate. Freeze. You're going to feel so much better after the fact. And your life's mm. just going to feel, you're going to feel better about your future. So mm. if you're thinking about it, do it. And, you know, fear has no place in anyone's life. So if someone is fearful or anxious of it, uh, to Sarah's point, you've got to stop it and take control of your life, whatever your fertility future looks like. That's key. If you are interested in getting a hold of Sarah's book or finding out more information, again, on this popular and award-winning journalist, please visit her website at www.sarahelizabethrichards.com. Again, that's www.sarahelizabethrichards.com. And, of course, her book is available at all of the major retail outlets. That would be Amazon and wherever you find your favorite books. I so appreciate having her on the show this evening, innovative journalist who is addressing the real issues going on in today's culture. It's 2014. Things are not what they used to be. Things have changed, and a lot of the decisions that women have made previously have changed also. So delayed motherhood was the topic on tonight's segment of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Well, everyone, I appreciate you joining us for this important and critical conversation tonight. You know we'll be here same time, same place next Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Keep in mind that all content is original, copyright 2014 by Shana Thornton. Before we get out of here, please listen in right now to the phenomenal voice of Corey Barksdale. Corey Barksdale... The song is titled, You're Irreplaceable. You're Irreplaceable. Everyone, enjoy, and I shall see you next Tuesday night. Thank you. Without you, yeah 
feet know me, so I come to realize that you're irreplaceable. Yes, you are, Lord. Ooh, yeah. I reminisce on the troubles of my yesterday. Oh, I, oh, I, I begin to remember some of my old and foolish ways. Yeah. Oh, I. Somewhere crazy today, but I'm saved by your grace. Lord, you're the best, no one compares. When I'm in need, you meet me there. You have proven yourself. I make a mess with you, don't care. You dust me off and make me well. I can't imagine life without your Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.